going on? Welcome to the Birds All Day Podcast. My name is Drew Fairservice, and you didn't actually think we were going to call it right down the dick, did you? Honestly, be serious. <laughs> yeah, Drew Fairservice here, joined, as always, by old reliable, the constant, Mr. Andrew Stoughton. Stoughton, how are you? I don't know what to say. I, I, I think I say old reliable. You jumped Do you? On my, you stepped on my line there. I thought I said old reliable. Uh, whatever. Maybe. I'm fine. So reliably that we don't even know our own pattern. Uh, or the name of our podcast. We do now. Though. We do know the name of the podcast. It is Birds All Day because... <laughs> Come on. It, it was weird. I tried. It, I really tried. Birds we... All Day, definitely the tallest midget in terms of the <laughs> naming the podcast. And uh, in celebration of the name of the podcast, uh-huh. we've acquired ourselves a name. <laughs> Mr. Paul F. Tompkins. Mr. Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> Paul, welcome. Uh, no, Paul F. Tompkins, unfortunately, couldn't make it tonight. Again, uh, scheduling conflict. Uh, instead, it's your boy, the Zoobs. Hello. Nice to be here. Thank you. I miss when you guys uh, did video podcasts. That's what you need to do. You want to get the Patreon jumping, and you say, we're going to go video. Yeah. This is this is like a sitcom opponent. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the ceilings are a little low for that. That's that's fine. It makes it easy to light. Exactly. <laughs> uh, when I came in, there was this cool bass lick. When I yeah. was walking in, <laughs> bam, bam. Uh, the zooms. How are you? I feel I'm I feel great. Do you feel great? I feel really good. How do you feel about your Toronto Blue Jays? I mean, this is exactly. Uh, I'm not surprised by anything so far. No. Other no. than like one player. I haven't been surprised by anything. Other than Devin Travis being like the second coming of other than thick, Other than the thick D, uh, everything is uh, well, okay, as it should we, be. We don't need to go on about surprises and... Uh, thick D. And, yeah, no. That's not a good idea for anyone. This, uh, yeah, never mind. Uh, we're going to talk about your Toronto Blue Jays. We just watched them fall at the hands of the Boston Red Sox in a bunch of games that they'll tell you started early, but I'll have you know... They did not. Uh, in that they were endless. Every single one of those games uh, went on forever. The, tonight, tonight's the Wednesday night game. Not as bad. The one on Tuesday was... I I, I understand people like baseball. I also do. <laughs> but it was insufferably long. It was terrible. All the runs. All the runs. <laughs> runs, yes. Yes, less is more. Less is yeah, more. Not that, not less runs. More. That is the first rule. You might rule. be cheering that for is the wrong team. That is the, the first rule. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not less runs is more. Just less baseball. Baseball is not necessarily about volume, mm. as far as I'm concerned. Just have uh, no fans like Baltimore today, and then the uh, game just goes by like nothing. Uh, Gary Thorne was like a pig in shit calling that game. <laughs> it was amazing. He called the... Adam Jones flew at the center field. He called it like it was like he was a golf broadcaster, all hushed tones, and like, oh, he's going to get that green jacket yet. It was brilliant. He he was so he was so exuberant in the first inning calling a home run that you could hear him on the White Sox broadcast, and they were complaining, <laughs> and he was laughing about it on the air. <laughs> and also, on the White Sox broadcast, you could hear... Sirens and helicopters in the wow. background, which made it way less funny. That's, that's wild, you know? It's a wild thing that they played it with no people in the stadium. It really doesn't give a lot of credence to the, they're, they're not performing sacks of meat. Yeah. Like, the, they are people who are forced to go out and perform for literally no one. Yeah. Like, like dance, you shaved apes, basically. It was kind of like <laughs> yeah. what was going on with those baseball players. It's such day. a weird uh, message to send, too. Like, just to the people of Baltimore. You know, it's really strange, I think. The show must go on! Yeah, and like, Cam But Yaris, you must not watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
And like Camden Yards is like the only place in Baltimore a black guy can get caught stealing and not get shot by the cops. Like, oh, hey, no, let you know, <laughs> doing material. Here. Holy shit! Is uh, this going to be like a like, yeah. like a like a loose five? The yeah. other questions that we have agreed that you will ask me, setting out my other stories. The pre-interview was vigorous. So you're from a small town, I hear. Again, Hanover, no. <laughs> eh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all of the, we've got so much patter we had saved up for Paul F. Tompkins. Maybe we'll use it, we'll use it today. Uh, speaking of patter, we are going to, uh, well, well, now we've got a name, so we'll be on iTunes ASAP. Yeah, I mean, I could have done that last well, week, that was, but we, we were still back. pretending that mm. we might, like, abide by the voting of the people. This is not a goddamn democracy. No. It, they were yeah. encouragements. Uh, we'll be on iTunes. Of course, we're on Patreon. You can check it out at, uh, well, there'll be a link in the post. Maybe we'll have to update the names there. We will do that. We'll absolutely do that. But uh, as always, we want to thank everyone who listens, who shares on Facebook and Twitter, which I cannot encourage you to do enough. Unless uh, you voted for Right Down the Dick, in which case, you're killing us. <laughs> we don't need you. No, no. <laughs> we, uh, we Kidding, are, of course. We're the majority. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> not the majority. Just the most. Yeah. Uh, yeah, did not win a majority. Did there not win a majority. Four choices. Uh, it, 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 Birds All Day is a coalition government yeah. <laughs> formed yeah. out of convenience. Uh, we want to thank you for listening, for sharing, for 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 uh, for adding to the Patreon and everything. So uh, now we'll do what we always do. We're gonna do some shoutouts. Like to uh, uh, I got all these French guys in mind: uh, Christian Cochot, Daryl Corvo, Mark De Bruyne, Nick Croch- Beauchart. Scott McClellan and Joe Boyle. And uh, also get a shout out to Duncan Ferguson, Morgan Alec, you you know who you are. Chris Supa, the guy. The dude. Supa. Looking right. Uh, Graham Lord and Brent Darling. Thank you very much, everybody. There are. All right, thanks a lot. We'll be right back after this. what we brought uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the Zoobs he is very much like a, a Silicon Valley bro in that he is a disruptor you're uh-huh. here you are a disruptive technology I'm sorry about that that's well you used to that was always your your goal on the old one yeah to sideline it as much as possible <laughs> well it was because that was uh, what I excel at and otherwise I would get lost in the conversation well it was, I, I, Sportsfeld is just one giant sideline that's right exactly yeah. that's exactly, exactly <laughs> correct uh, of course you, uh, if you don't know you can check the Zoobs on his podcast, Sports Felt Out, which, uh, how often do you record? Almost never now. Almost never. Yeah. 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 Uh, it'll, be, it'll be back in the summer. It'll be a little more in the summer. Okay. I had a bit of a scheduling conflict and, a, and some anxiety, so we're, we're past it. <laughs> we're moving forward. <laughs> Welcome to Sports yeah. Felt. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hear the, you don't, you don't want the truth, but we'll be back. Okay. Uh, but, and we very much do not want There's the no Devang though anymore. Devang, uh... He's been fr- he does his own podcast. He has, what is it called? Devang, the- come on you Reds. Come on you Reds. Yeah. Devang is doing just fine yeah, with they, us. they figured that name out really quickly. Well, it's all right there. Is it? We had a good name actually at one point too. We had a terrific name. Yeah. But we've moved on. And now we will move on. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the topic of the week I think right now is the Blue Jays bullpen. Uh, sure. Miguel Castro is no longer the closer. Brett Cecil has regained his title as closer, nominal capital C closer, which is not a bad thing. No, it's fine, especially uh, 
Oh, I don't know. I was going to say, like, like, Marco Estrada pitched really well this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that gives you another maybe late inning guy if you're squinting really hard. and uh, Real hard. He, well, <laughs> yeah. You know, Aaron Loop is what he is. He's he's going to blow up every once in a while. He's not... Uh, it's a numbers great. game with Loop. Yeah. You can pitch every day. Not every single outing is going to be good. Yeah, And exactly. literally, he pitches every day. So, you know... Kids a little happen. exposed by not having, you know, getting, you know, being out there so often. Uh, but no, Cecil was such a great reliever last year, the last two years, really, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's fine. People have this weird thing about him. The only worry is, I would have, I guess, is that the velocity really wasn't there to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went, uh, you know, he had the shoulder problem in spring training, so that obviously kind of set him back, and he's behind a bit, and mm-hmm. uh, he was okay, though, on uh, on Tuesday night, which is the first time that they needed him uh, as a closer, because it was the first time that they were actually in the position when, to when win a game, because <laughs> other, other guys in the bullpen hadn't fucking blown it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, I think this is all right, right? Brett Cecil, this is what we said at the start of the year. There's a lot of talk about how, as soon as it was Brett Cecil gets to be the closer again, everyone went into excuse-making mode, which was like, wow, he lost the closer's job way too early. The time that he was, you know, he pitched in Detroit or wherever they were, um, the next stadium, it was like sleet and hail, sideways weather. There was also yeah, a, a, fine. There was, a, I think, Joe Sheehan wrote a thing in his newsletter. Somebody told me about that, which I did not read. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> it's a weird. Uh, it's a weird. Do you know why it's funny? Because that's that newsletter is the reason you don't spend money or prospects on non-elite corner players. Is that what that is? That's what that newsletter is? His, his, his new, that newsletter is Brian LaHare. Is, okay. is another <laughs> way of looking at it. Uh, okay. Deep cuts. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Deep cuts. Jokes for parks, basically. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. Know, a lot, you gotta <laughs> know a lot of things about a lot of things. He's out there grinding, you know? He's... Yeah. He wants people to sponsor his content with their How fucking pathetic donations. is that? Show yeah, me their hat in your hand. Like, yeah, hey, you want to hear me pedal on it's about pretty, baseball? It's pretty sad. Anyway. <laughs> but no, he, said, he, mentioned, he mentioned something about... Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. The voice. The voice like the voice. Oh, man. Yeah. He mentioned something about Brett Cecil uh, not getting much of a warm-up that game. Because was ah, everybody okay. was up and down. And maybe that's why the velocity looked so bad. We're just twisting ourselves We're into not looking for excuses for Brett Cecil. You don't like the Oliver Twist there? That was, no, that no, was good. No, no, it wasn't. It was it's hilarious irony of like did you guys just read names out on the podcast? Well, that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why it's funny. I'm just in it. I'm in. Good. All right, good. all right. Uh, so it's fine. But the, the, well, what not fine is is Miguel Castro. Frankly, getting hit, getting hit. Maybe I would even go as far as he was getting uh, lit more than he was. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe they're gonna ratchet down his his leverage situations now. He seemed afraid of the fastball because the fastball was getting hit and he wasn't commanding it well. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, he's a he's a guy who has never pitched above a ball. He's he a doesn't have arm. that revi- refined command, and so yeah, some of them are going to end up over the plate. You're not going to you're not that guy's not going to paint the black. And if it, the fastball isn't fooling anybody, you're in trouble. I haven't seen them as much as, you know, a professional baseball looker at or evaluator. But to me, uh, Osuna and Castro are like night and day. Like, Osuna yeah. looks like a like a pitcher. Like, he look, he's, his mechanics are beautiful, and he just seems like he knows what he's doing way more out there. I totally have way more faith than, like, okay, he's going to have a bad outing and whatever, because he's Yeah, I mean, he's, he's miscast as a reliever, I think. Like, oh, yeah. He's, a, he's absolutely a starter. But absolutely. that's, you know, that's not a terrible problem. But, yeah, he... 
he I, I think you're entirely right he's uh it's weird it's just it feels so easy to fall into like cliches and be like oh he's poised out there he knows what he's doing he's play, he played against men in the mexican league which was only like triple a mexican league is that what it was i, yeah. found, I realized that or i learned realized learned whatever that it wasn't like legit like teddy higuera mexican league was, oh really it was like low rent jason bay mexican league <laughs> <laughs> is he still he's still out there sipping margaritas <laughs> that's racist man what that's what the people pay for. Jason Bay? Margaritas. He, he's in a warm climate and he wants a cool beverage. And he's Canadian. So yeah. he would, it's not, he wouldn't, it's not like he's a native Mexican. No, he wouldn't, actually, Mexican. He, would, he wouldn't have like a giant cup of Tim Hortons to go and get like a, <laughs> like a, like a rum and coke. Like, like yeah, six he, rum and cokes and pour them in bar And they yeah. just, they make the chunky monkey in the, in Tim Hortons. Passed out at six o'clock with like the beet red stomach sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so people are worried about the bullpen though. Rightfully so, because the bullpen is shitty. Other, oh, uh, actually, you know what? We were, I wrote this little rundown. We had these talking points ready to go before I realized that Jeff Francis was, uh, you know, the greatest left-handed reliever of all time. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah. He looked good tonight. Yeah, he's a good. Has he had a bad outing? Has he been on the mound and not pitched well? Uh, usually, by the time Jeff Francis gets yeah. into the game, it's <laughs> not three, worth watching. Three appearances <laughs> <Yeah>. have been. <laughs> he hasn't blown up an already blown up situation let's see pose. let's see yeah. as gibby is wont to do he'll change his mind and just have him start up pitch every other day for a while let it run let it go as stated well you need another lefty obviously now that brett cecil's your closer he's not going to be there for those you know those late inning matches. you need someone to pitch to david ortiz in the sixth and then again in the eighth and then cecil's in the ninth i think yeah a part of me is like Every day is someone going to have to come in. There's going to have to cover the sixth through the ninth. Like that's everyone's going to get worn out. This is a bit of an issue too. Yeah. That's the issue to me. Is like no wonder you say Luke is worn out because he's pitching every day. It's like, well, could he not pitch every day? That would be <laughs> four could, relievers could a day. Someone, is, could someone give them seven or eight innings? Yeah. Uh, Arky Zuber, professional broadcaster, doing my segue work for me. Whoops. No, it's good because the reason the bullpen is such an issue is because the starting pitching is trash. It has not been good so far, no. No. The Red Sox have the same problem. The Blue Jays and the Red Sox are basically the same team because the Red Sox have Hanley Ramirez. Yeah. Uh, which makes him in, in, inherently likable. Well, the Blue Jays have Josh Donaldson. Jose Batista is fucking amazing. Yeah, he Come is. on. And Josh Donaldson is fucking amazing. So they're the same they're team. They're pretty close they're, to the they're, same team. They're yeah. really pretty much the same team. Uh, but they can't pitch at all. Porcello was okay tonight. Dickey was okay tonight as well for the Jays. He had like he had R. A. Dickey disease. Yeah, where he faced probably three too many batters. But uh, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about starting pitching? Like, well, you've you've just made your point. It's yeah. I it, it's very difficult because it seems like the problems are the same in the bullpen and starting pitching. There's just nothing. I don't. You don't look any day and you're like, all right, this is now we can relax because this is you know someone we can rely on is going out there. I love mm-hmm. Burley like a, like a. Man that needs advice from an old man. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's not the same as it was. It's difficult. When Norris and Sanchez aren't going the way everybody hoped they would just sort of hit the ground running going, and Mm -hmm. when, I guess, what, what was his name? What was the name of that guy, the fun guy who hurt his uh, hurt his knee? Oh yeah, him. Yeah. When he's not around, he's a college student now. Yeah, he yeah, 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 He's yeah. taking social studies. He likes that terrible garbage basketball team. He went to the Lamborghini this week. Did he? Yeah. His Instagram is, is must follow. Oh, yeah. it's ridiculous. Must yeah. follow. Instagram. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, but no, when I mean, when, I mean, 
it, this is what this is what they're doing. This is what they've been doing for a long time. Is is aiming to to sink or swim with Dan Morris, with Aaron Sanchez, with Drew Hutchison, and even Hutchison hasn't been great. He had one really great outing, and then was terrible in Boston. Sanchez and Norris are kind of getting better. I have high hopes for Norris. I think that the you know I mm-hmm. want to believe the dead arm excuse, and he looked better. He's looked better each time, and and that's why. And I, I think Sanchez, uh, you know. Uh, he is what he is. If uh, you see the the potential there, if he could ever command anything, and he might be a guy who needs more time. He's still, I mean, he's got a lot of professional innings, but he's still really young, and he's got this ridiculous arsenal of pitches that it's tough to command. Uh, and the alternative is Marco Estrada. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of sinking and swimming with sinking or swimming with those guys. And right now, it's not going so hot. And I think it could turn around. I think it could continue to be a huge fucking problem though especially like Zub says when there's no stopper kind of guy when R.A. Dickey was brought here three years ago to be a uh an ace is kind of garbagey it's kind of a, yeah I, I'm where it's like you're, I'm I mean, much it's, more it's, accepting of his garbage-iness than maybe I should be yeah and, and I, I mean I defend him to people on Twitter all the time because people are pretty you know ridiculous about you, know, you see the walks. It's, it, it, it's always kind of like the visceral stuff, like the walks and the stolen bases and the things that you really see. Uh, it help they that they help people to miss a lot of like what he does that's so good, which is go deep into games and. Oh no, that's probably about it. But, uh, <laughs> <I'm gonna> say, <laughs> and happily wear like a five-run outing every time, yeah, every that's, time he pitches. That's right. That's right. I don't know, but well, my- he, he's been bad in Aprils. He'll hopefully get a little bit better. Uh, right now, though, okay, you're not an idiot if you're asking, do you pick up that option even at the end of this year? Leaving, leaving that already dicky uh, question aside, because we're going to have all summer of meaningless baseball to answer that one. <laughs> Who, not this fucking division. Without a clear upgrade, so unless, which maybe we'll talk about later on, if you don't make a clear upgrade in the, in the rotation, if you get another guy and you aren't forced into decision, who do you take out? Do you take? Are you willing to to roll back the clock on Aaron Sanchez's development? Let him see if he can figure it out, just so you can put him in the bullpen for a team that's going to win eighty five games in a division that where the division one is going to win eighty seven, of course. But, <laughs> like, do you take that's Sanchez really good and question. or Norris out of the rotation? Is it is it worth it? I don't think you. I don't think you'd ever take Norris out of the rotation. No, you, yeah, unless he goes either. to Buffalo, I guess. But yeah, you don't. so you're in your mind, Norris is is he's a start. He's totally. It's like it's like the Osuna thing. It's like. You look at the guy. You look at the pitches that he has. He's a starter. He's not gonna. It, it's it's not worth it to have him in the bullpen. Just have him start. I mean, obviously they do have Osuna in the bullpen, but that's another thing is that people are always talking about. You know, um, Osuna is the starting pitcher looking guy. Take a look at the number of innings that he's thrown as a pro. It's like 45, 43, yeah. 39. Like you can't ask him to have a starter's workload in the big leagues no, at this, true. you know, at 20 years old. Like uh, he he is a long-term starter. But yeah, I, I think Sanchez maybe goes out of the uh, the rotation. It's obviously it's in the it's in the heat of the frustration of another stupid fucking loss, but like I don't know. <laughs> you, you look at like the you look at the Jays in 92 and 93. It's like, yeah, Dave Steve just garbage Jack Morris just garbage. Maybe this is R.A. Dickey's garbage year, and you have to eventually go and, <laughs> and 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 go somewhere else. Maybe maybe he's that guy, but I you know I have faith that he will be better than what he's shown, Dude. and I think he was he was okay tonight too. Really, let's ask. I'll ask one more question. I'm going to ask you. Sure. Is Aaron Sanchez a victim of his own 
success in terms of he pitched so well out of the bullpen last year that it's impossible to divorce his potential as a starter from that. I see. I would I would agree with Stoughton. And I would move him back to the bullpen. Really, like not 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 without hesitation, but definitely for this year. I just it just seems like if you're we have this. Problem, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. But like, if you had to pick somebody to move out, yeah, he would be the guy. Well, no, I think out. I said Dickie's the guy. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> dumb Dickie off the side of a boat, knuckleball yeah. closer. How fucked up would that be? But like, if you look at well, it's a sort of thing more fucked up than Marco Estrada and setup man. Yeah, well, you go <laughs> Liam to Hendricks, and if you're going to the bullpen every day, and it's who would I rather be able to bring in every day as opposed to who am I counting on once every five days to be good for an extended period of time? I'd probably rather have Sanchez come in three times a week and try to blow guys away six at a time, then, you know, here's five innings right now when you, we're not really sure what you've got. I don't know. Also that Sanchez can, you know, could go multiple innings, could be like a maybe a hundred innings. Do you know why he can do not? that? Do you know why he can do that? Because he's a fucking yeah, starter. that's true. That is true. Well, <laughs> if he figures this whole command thing out. Come on. And, uh, I don't know, I don't know, do you want, can I put my Greg Zahn hat on now, too? Please. Uh, I wonder. Does it say no fat chicks on it? <laughs> We need some analysis. <laughs> I wonder if he's if he's better when he doesn't have to think about the start. He doesn't see the start. He, he doesn't see his time coming. He's maybe just better. Like just phone rings, he has to go do it. Doesn't have to sit around all day thinking about a game plan, thinking about what he's going to do. He's a baseball player. Thinking is not his strong suit, no matter what I, the situation is. But hence my saying, I was putting on my Greg's like on hat before I said something dumb. So like you didn't even read Dirk Hayhurst's book right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cerebral position. And that must be Brandon Morrow's problem. Too. Brandon Morrow's Brandon Morrow went to Cal. He was like the guy doing the crossword. That's always my memory of Brandon Morrow, who is actually right now for the Padres. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, let's keep talking about the players that are bad. For a team that's what two games below five hundred, yeah. Because I think that's important. You 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 want to shit on Michael Saunders? I think that's why I wrote this. Down. Oh, good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we all agreed out loud to shit on Michael Saunders. <laughs> he doesn't look good. Here's the thing about Michael Saunders that I said before we went on air when we were watching the game. It's like last the 2014 version of Michael Saunders isn't real. He had he was what like twenty like twenty percent better than league average. Uh, he had a also had a small sample, positive, use, you know, uh, defensive rating. Yeah. That, he was like, oh, he was a two-win guy in like 95 games. Like, Saunders is a fine player. He has the potential to be a fine player. I think he's more of like a league average hitter who's not particularly strong in the outfield, as we've seen it a few times. He, threw, he does he not look very good. Tonight, yeah, he doesn't look great. But he also didn't throw somebody. But, oh, I mean, he also did have like 70% of the cartilage in one knee removed, like, not that long ago. Which, yeah. So, I, I, you want to give a bit of a mulligan on that and also on the, you know, just catching up to the pitching, he didn't have a whole spring training. He's looked kind of terrible, but I, yeah, I think he he's, will be better. But I think thinking he's a if he's a league average guy, I'm good. I'm happy. League average guy playing left field, no center field. But playing now, le- yeah, playing left now field. Now he's miscast. Oh, him, like right? the yeah. I mean, right now, I mean, it's it's that he's wearing a knee brace. I don't know if I don't know if you noticed Rogers cutting to the uh, to the fact that he's wearing a knee brace. So I don't know if mm. you saw any shots of that. Um, and so that, yeah, I mean, right now, center does seem sort of like an absurd thing that somebody ever thought about putting Michael Saunders out there. But that, to me, speaks to how much better he should be when he's really, you know, going all cylinders. Do you know who said that? Mar- uh, Mar- Mariners fans for like five years. <laughs> 
See, that's sort of why I'm on it. I, did, I didn't get to watch the Mariners a ton, so, like, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt of being hurt and not having a spring training and being like, okay, he looks crappy now, but he'll be better later. But I, don't, I have no idea what that looks like is better later. I just, I've seen, you know, a Canadian guy hit a home run tonight. Wow! Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen extended Michael Saunders yeah. at bats. I, do, I, I mean, I do, though, think... I agree. I think I, I know. We, I don't know what, what better later is either, but I, I just I'm getting the sense like, if we look back at this podcast in September and we're like, Devin Travis is amazing and Michael Saunders is garbage. <laughs> I think there's a fine chance that those are completely flipped around by that. I don't know, man. Devin Travis is pretty fucking awesome. All right. Well, you ready to wear that? I'll put the Zon hat on. You ready, ready to wear he that? Take, he all takes, right. Takes the pro at bats. <laughs> Oh, uh, the other guys, amateur at-bats. Amateur at-bats, flailing it's afraid been, of the ball it's most been of the terrific, time. terrific. Uh, the outfield is a challenge right now. That's the thing. Saunders is going to have more than his opportunity to fail because yeah. as soon as Bautista is back from his uh, harebrained injury. We all love Joy Bats, <laughs> but that was dumb as hell. Throwing the, throwing, trying to throw Dalman Young on it first. It was awesome. I stood and cheered it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But oh, were you at, were you at that I game? I was at that game. Yeah. You were at that game. <laughs> yes, I was. Let's take a break. <laughs> and then we're going to come back and talk about that game. That game. Uh, and more things beyond that game. But sort of that game. Coming up on uh, Birds All Day. Thank you. Want to thank Brandon Drescher, Graham Slat, Tim Fowler, Parks Bastard Son, C, Al Salahamed, and Paul Semple. Also want to thank Michael David, David Kempthorne, Kenrick Howe, Mike Anderson, and Chad Buston. Thank you very much, fellas and ladies. The best. So we wouldn't bring the Zeus in here without talking about uh, one man and one man only, Travis Snyder, of course. I appreciate that. Uh, you wrote a heartfelt piece. Thank you. You spilled your guts. That's what I do, man. All over that WordPress account. Yeah. Uh, I have I have two things to say about that. What? One is, I loved it. Thank you. Fantastic. Obviously. Great. One, I would have put it in a Daily Deuce, uh, which is which is credit to you, uh, And that, but then two... Daily deuces are hard to do because I use an RSS reader and fucking Sportsnet's RSS feeds are all fucked right up. <laughs> so it's kind of like, what am I What am I going to go to their author pages? What, what am I going to do about this? Mm-hmm. So I haven't done one in a while. So I would have put that in there. But then I now I'm also kind of holding you responsible. For the not, RSS feeds? Yeah, that's right. That's what that's what they brought him there to do product. I don't... Uh, yeah. Product back end. <laughs> I've never... Uh, IT. I've never... 
Get, uh, talk to Ron Papa, Webster. man. Your, get, your boy Scott Lewis is the guy to talk to there. Oh, he's Scott does, Lewis? Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of him. He does know everybody. I don't do true. anything on... You know, it's all social media for me. It's all tweets and the Facebooks. Yeah, and the snaps. And the snaps. Periscope, watch it. Snap game, uh, Instagram. That's my domain. It's where you belong. Thank you very much. You have that. Are you suggesting that RSS is not part of the, uh, the hip new social media sphere? As someone who does social media, you definitely have that air of someone who's getting away with something. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the, like it's, you're pulling off a grand in, heist. In the interview process, um, it, was, it was all off the taking because I, t- I had a lot of, I made a lot of big choices in my life just previous to that about changes I was going to make. Mm-hmm. This isn't sports. I'm just no, I know. But, uh, <laughs> you have that thought of like, I can't imagine somebody getting paid for this five years ago or five years from now. So <laughs> I better ride the snake. <laughs> I better yeah. grab mine while I can. Uh, <laughs> but you had a. You, what was it like there cheering for Travis Snyder? It was really strange. It yeah. really was. Um, I'm not used to that feeling. Like I just, it was sort of cool because like he's a different sort of guy there was that story of that kid uh the ap writer whose kid was from different pittsburgh originally and mm-hmm. they moved to thailand and like yeah, he was really nice to them so like I, he's sort of uh you look at him i can't i'm gonna project myself onto him right but you see him as sort of like this sort of a softy sort of a sentimental guy and i know that um right before he came back like steakhouses in the area were like tweeted at him and like come in and they took pictures of it right <laughs> so, like, he, it was sort of neat um but I was also at the by the end of it, I was like, uh, it felt like a part of me was finished. The part of me that like would ever for any athlete ever do what I had just done, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm never gonna bring a fan sign. I'm never gonna like sort of blindly cheer for a guy without. You are a little old for the fans. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it, right? When I started, oh, I... unless of course they're ironic Japanese wrestling fans. Of course. Signs. Okay. Please. Enough. Well, all due respect. <laughs> I know I can't. I can't bring a fan sign. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's exactly that, right? I, I, I'm when this all started, I was very young. We were sort of. It was sort of like just. Mm-hmm. I had just moved to the city, and this was the first guy that was the. He was the best hitting prospect in the draft, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. So it sort of worked out that way, and now I look at it and I'm like, wow, you know, we both sort of, mm-hmm. I'm past that part of my life, and he's past being a hotshot young prospect. He's just trying to keep his head above water, and so am I, basically. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> aren't we all? Aren't we all, right? You, you, I think you, that's one of the things I realized growing up is like, when you're younger, you look at everybody older than you, and you're like, they, have it, they know what they're doing, they have it figured out. And then you get older, and your friends have kids and jobs, and you're like, nobody has any fucking idea what they're doing, ever. <laughs> yeah. So that's it was sort of that feeling, and, and by the end of the game, I was very relieved. I was like, I can, not that it's over, obviously I'm still a fan, but I don't have to ever, like... Emote? Emote like that. <laughs> right. It it sort of ended there, and it felt it felt complete, and I'm glad the Jays uh, won in dramatic fashion. Good. I, uh, Travis Snyder was the first prospect that I got cared or like was aware of i didn't really follow the prospects that closely same here it wasn't would, in, like wasn't the thing to do before no I, I mean i just didn't follow that closely i would chop i remember showing up I, I was there at uh alex rios's first ever big league game and i was like oh here's a guy named alex rios plays blue jays now that must be cool like i just didn't right know i had never nowadays, I had no frame of reference yeah. nowadays we'd have followed him all the way up and you'd be like here's what we expect from alex rios people are yeah, giving yeah. the guys standing ovations in their first ever at bat and right. you know the stadium's full of, you know that chris bryant's not alex rios or right but, now but travis world. snyder was though but, but travis at, snyder yeah. was chris bryant exactly for all intents and purposes and he hit he hit so well in the minor leagues mm-hmm. I, I looked back at it i was doing research for that post and it's so funny i remember it happening 
but you look back and you go, see how fucking Gaston coached that team? <laughs> what the... Like, it made me so mad. I was like, you rushed this kid through, and you brought him up at age 20, so see how fucking Gaston could do a ceremonial lap in, like, the back of a convertible to all the fucking Jays fans, and you ruin, like, the best prospect they drafted in my adult lifetime mm-hmm. for Cito Gaston, who, all due respect, was the manager for the best teams of my whole baseball-watching life. But it's was not 1993 when Sinatra Snyder got brought up. Well, I'm angry about that. It you was are. That, it was the, I, line, <laughs> the line. The line that, that came from that. Shai Davidi did like a three... Because Travis Snyder, we're not oh, alone Oh, that, that was crazy, right? The, yeah, the Shai Davidi thing when he when came he, back for the first... Or yes, no, when he... He went when he was spring, got traded. Yeah. spring training. And he went, I guess Shai... Because Bradenton's right there with Pirates. Yeah. And he did a three amazing three-part. I remember that quite with, well. With, with Snyder. And Snyder was very open and, and, and honest with him. And he... Talked about doing his is. first his first BP at Yankee Stadium in the big leagues, and Cito and and Gene Tennis were standing Gino. behind the cage. Gino Tenacci, yeah, they were behind the cage watching him, and they literally said to him, according to Travis Snyder, they were like, "You're not really going to swing like that, are you?" Like, like, yeah, yeah, like, you're like, going to have to fix that. Like, you're yeah. not going to stick in the big leagues with that swing. Aren't like, you? Do, you're not just going to try to pull it out of the fucking ballpark every time? Or? Yeah, unbelievable. That, that's. I didn't, and I obviously I remembered all that, but going back and looking at it for the research, I was like, ugh. <laughs> I mean, like, I ruined, ruined him as maybe. Of course. It's, a bit much. He's, at the end but. of the day, he has to step in and take the at bats and take the swings. But you can't deny that, like, for a good three year period, every time he came down and came back up, it was a completely different guy in the box. Swing was like, completely different. Yeah. Elbows, knees, mm-hmm. bat moving, bat not moving. Mm-hmm. Like, when we watched him, and as you said, he was the first <laughs> yeah. project prospect we got to watch rise. Mm hmm. That swing in double A and triple A was nice and calm and smooth and like violent. Still struck out a shit ton. Absolutely. In the, in the minor leagues. But, but the, the guy that got traded to Pittsburgh was like a slap hitting like Kawasaki with mm-hmm. rosy cheeks. Well, like, remember, it was ridiculous. <laughs> we, all, we all remember his first you know, his first cup cup of cup of coffee when he was hitting the ball out oh, to yeah, left field yeah. and then it all went away. Yes. Um let's real let's Thank you for shedding I mean, uh, your skin. And, uh, I was just gonna say that. All, I mean, it almost seems like that's a red flag sometimes. Like you know, you talk about the swing changes all the time. You know, I, immediately you think Brett Laurie was doing that. Colby Rasmus was doing that all yeah, the time. Anthony you know, Ghost. Yeah, these are you know maybe. Colby Rasmus, by the way, killing it, killing it for the Astros right can't, now. That can't be true. Killing it, <laughs> playing almost every day. Colby Rasmus in the left, Jake Brzezik in center field for the first place Houston Astro. I really, I I want Colby to do very well. Good for him for being. I just ju- mostly, mostly, just to throw it in Jeff Blair's face. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, change gears ever so slightly. Talk about somebody who was never his relevant prospect. Also. No, <laughs> quite, quite, quite the opposite. How about how about less relevant than Travis Snyder? Okay. Uh, Ricky Romero was uh, unceremoniously. Oh, yeah. uh, released this was video, this was videotaped. I would. Rem- Drake on the floor for Ricky Romero. So Ricky Romero... <laughs> and not in your apartment. <laughs> Romero was yeah, the opposite of Snyder. Him, he was yeah. never a big pro. Like, he was drafted high, obviously. He was drafted ahead of fucking Troy Tulowitzki, which well, was they his... had Russ Adams and Aaron Hill, Drew. They, they did. That, the you know, it, it's easy to say, but it's also like that... You're going to draft three straight college shortstops, middle infielders, but anyway. God. Draft the best player. Always defend and, him. But the thing is, Romero, for almost his entire career, until he became a very viable big league starter, was the guy drafted in front of Troy Tulowitzki. He was really slow in the minor leagues to come up, and we were like, oh yeah, lefties, you know, we... 
He was a bust for a while. He was a bust. He was like, well, they, you know, left-handed starters, they take a <laughs> long time. Right? Yeah. He was a bust. Well, yeah. Not like now. And, but then all, the, <laughs> he made the team out of nowhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Out of nowhere. It was like, holy shit, they put Ricky Romero on the opening day roster. <laughs> and then he was great for three years. Like, legitimately very good in one of those years. Yeah. Smoking mirrors and cheating his way around. Remember that one year he had? He was he won every start. It was like, this is not going to end well. Like, this is nothing... Yeah. You know, all of us in our Fangraph scouting mode were like, "Yo, there are there's trouble afoot," and then it all went away, and then it went like unbelievably bad, and now he's a free agent. Uh, it's weird, a weird chapter in the Blue Jays history, and a weird chapter for him. You know, he he's the kind of guy who seems like well, he's, for him, yeah. I guess. Well, I mean, I, but he, yeah, he, he he has. A, it's going to be slightly different than the other chapters. Yes. Well, I was going to say that he has he earned a lot of goodwill and. People seem to like legitimately like Ricky Romero, kind of like Travis Snyder, even though he's not Certainly, quite yeah. the same open book, maybe. But but he people have were very fond of him, except of course uh, everybody, because so, <laughs> so Shai Davidi, of course, had the, had it first. He tweeted that Blue Jays have released uh, Ricky Romero, and the replies to that tweet were some of the most like angry and vile yeah. bullshit I've ever seen. I couldn't believe it. Well, the fans are mostly garbage. They're total garbage. <laughs> all, all, in fact, garbage. all the kids in Springfield, the rest of them. <laughs> all the kids in Springfield, the rest of them. But it was <laughs> shocking. Like, should have released him three years ago. It's like, yeah, you're right. He's been bad. But what the fuck? Yeah. They think he's Don't forget to give him a gallon of standing when he goes back. He's yeah. stealing money. <laughs> that, contract, that contract didn't even really hurt them that much. Except the, Sure it did. Know, the, well, they're, they're so... They get so close to their fucking budget number that it it's maybe easy. hurt them a little bit. But it, it can be both. I, it, it's not yeah. a. It's not a, a, a. It's not a stumbling block. It's not. It's not Josh Hamilton. No, they're not paying him sixty-eight million dollars to play for the division run <laughs> when they have Matt Joyce and CJ Cron <laughs> starting in the outfield. Uh, yeah, it's not that. It bad. was seven. It's seven and a half million bucks plus a six hundred thousand dollar buyout, so it's eight yeah. million dollars for this year, which. Didn't stop from signing Ross, Ross Martin. Didn't stop from taking on all that salary from, in the Marlins could've, deal. Could have bought a, could have got a reliever for that price. Could have got something a, a few different times. Yeah. Could have got something. Could have got you know like a Zach. So I think that that's all some bullshit. No, not to, they weren't not tangent. Like like Greg Gregerson, they're giving Gregerson three years, or they're going to like pay more for him than pay more for Andrew Miller. Pay they're going to give him a five. Like they're going to give him the BJ Ryan contract. I mean, fans are kind of nuts. They're garbage. Garbage. Fans, People are garbage. Like the fans are mostly garbage. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I, don't, I, mean, I don't have any hesitation in my voice. <laughs> I mean, as when the, I say that, as, no athlete can go back on any team in this city ever without being booed. Unless yeah. unless you're John McDonald. Unless, yeah. Which I. Which, so, I mean, does, he deserves to be cheered. He does. But, like, so there's a lot of people. Do you know what's fun about, about John McDonald is that he deserves all of the love and all of the adulation. He was. I was looking at his offensive numbers because so I was doing like a because the the Nash like the the league wide offense was is still so so far down and I was tr- looking at basically right now the National League especially if you include pitchers are hitting about as well as Julio Lugo did for the Red Sox wow. for like two and a half years they have almost identical lines yeah so I but it wasn't quite you know Lugo had a bit of a lower slugging but higher on base I was looking for a better fit and I'm like I'll look at John McDonald. John McDonald's numbers are so astonishingly bad. <laughs> like, there's no even way. Even now, even now, it would be awful. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. How is he allowed to play as often as he was? But then it's like, oh, because he was a brilliant, gifted defender and Incredible. a wonderful yeah. story. And that home run on Father's Day, I don't think anybody who ever. Not a dry eye in the house. Not a dry in the house, nor should there have been. I don't think. I don't even th- the guys, the, the cynical, oily skinned chair ghouls, <laughs> were, who were sticking their mics in his faces, they were all tearing up, crying eyes. It's great. Chair <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. You know what? I think that's about enough. We were going to talk about Cole Hamels, but that's a fucking hopeless pipe That's dream. never going to happen. Never no in a million years. I just want to... I think that's Ruben Amaro, uh, yeah. Ruin Tomorrow Jr. out yeah. there, just <laughs> ranking up the old leverage machine on the Red Sox. Like, you know Alex Anthopoulos called me. We had a business transaction. Yeah. <laughs> we did a business. I did a business. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So thank you everyone for participating, for, for, for contributing to the Patreon campaign. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. As soon as you have the opportunity to, to get on iTunes, which you will be soon, uh, make sure you like and, uh, and re- review us. The Zooms, where can the people find you? Uh, Not on Twitter.com. Don't go there. Oh, I was going to say at, under, at the underscore Zooms. That's my only... But you hate it. Um, no, I love it. Are you kidding? Really? I had 600 retweets the other day. For what? Uh, that that Toronto sports live in a hole. Tweet. Oh yeah, that yeah, did six hundred and five fifty. That's good business. Huh? Uh, it is. That is good business. Arthurian numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are gone. I'm afraid. Uh, but thank you so much. And yes, of thank course, you very much. great as, to be here. As you said, you'll do some more Sportsfeld. Which Sportsfeld is on iTunes, is it not? Of course. What kind of hard to get a podcast on iTunes? You, what, all you need is an RSS feed. What kind of fly Which by night you garbage? Were talking about RSS feeds of the day earlier, like it was nothing. Oh, no, we got one. That's we all. It's literally the only thing you need. Did you know that RSS stands for Real Simple Syndicate? No, that can't be true. Yeah. Shit. Awesome. I'm uh, just before we go. I'm just saying. I, I'm looking forward to the season finale of uh, Mad Men, where Don just wistfully watches Travis Snyder play. <laughs> No, see, that's the the finale is all about uh, fathers and sons, fathers and daughters. That's like the big. Oh, uh, so he watches Travis Snyder's father. Tyan, his father died. Or was it his mom? Tyan, John Hamm, and I. John Hamm, (laughs) he was on a comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah. His favorite baseball player name of all time is Arcee Sanfranco. There you go. There you go. So, if anybody's wondering why I'm like in the tank for a marginal baseball player, it's I was like named after one when I was seven. But thanks for joining the the, the, the Archie Backstory Show. That's all I ever do. We took it upon ourselves, really. It was better than talking about Travis Snyder's dead mom. Which one was it that passed away? This is not going to end well, that's for sure. It's clearly not ending well. It already hasn't. Yeah. Uh, thank you once again. AndrewStoughton.com is where you're listening to this. And uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't make content anymore. I'm done no, only that. an idiot would. <laughs> it's a fool's errand. <laughs> thanks a lot. Not wrong. Thanks a lot for listening to Birds All Day. <laughs> <laughs>